You are listening to The Social Hotelier Show, a podcast that inspires hoteliers to create meaningful and memorable experiences for their customers in pursuit of their passion. We share our views and experiences relating to hospitality, technological trends, and also relating to humanity. Here is your host, Sam Eric Rutman. Welcome to Hospitality Insights. I'm your host, Sam Eric Rutman, and today is the third episode of the three-part series about why, what, and how of digital marketing. Uh, for the last two episodes, uh, we have had a very vivid discussion uh, about uh, the whys and what. And uh, today, of course, it's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about the, the how part. I am with my uh, guest, uh, Juho Pesonen. He is uh, head of e-tourism research at the e- University of Eastern Finland. So welcome, Juho. Uh, welcome again. Hi, great to be here. This is the, the last episode and I'm, I'm really excited to, to get the opportunity to discuss these things about digital marketing with you again. It's, it's been great so far and, and really looking forward for this episode. Well, it's been a great learning experience for me also. We are sort of all of us are students because things are changing. Uh, if it's not minute by minute, but so so quickly that we have to be able to uh, be nimble and reactive on what's happening around us. And, uh, and I think that's where this uh, how uh, part of our three part series comes into the question. Uh, so uh, let's uh, start with uh, the point of maybe where does the digital marketing tourism start from? What are sort of help us to understand what are the, the first steps to consider? Yeah, and, and I, I think this episode builds quite nicely on, on top of the previous two episodes. So we've, we've gone through how, how the company mission and the strategy actually should drive digital marketing. So all the decisions that you do in, in digital marketing should be, you should be able to connect them with your strategy and your mission and, and, and what you are doing. But to, to say that, it's also possible to do great business without that much thinking about strategies and missions. And if you are just able to provide a great customer experience and you are really good at sales and marketing, you have all the possibilities to do fantastic business and, and, and being, being able to be uh, successful just, just with being really good at understanding your business model. But I, I, I think everything starts with a customer. So. If you don't understand your customer and if you don't uh, have this customer perspective on your own business, uh, then it's it's getting really difficult to be to be successful and do do business that that succeeds. And um, I think many times that that is a major issue with with businesses that they are so focused on what they have and how they can sell that what they have instead of looking at customers and understanding what the customers want and what the customers need and how those can be uh, resolved or helped with what the, what, what the company has and not just what we have at this moment, but also thinking outside the box and looking at different ways to better serve the needs of, of, of a customer, not alone and, and not relying just on what we have, 
but also looking for new kind of partnerships and and new kind of marketing channels and 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 all different kind of options if if you have this customer perspective on on your business and and are able to put yourself in 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 customer shoes i think that's that's the first step where where every everything about marketing should should be uh, built upon when when we are starting to think the channels and and the messages and 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 everything being able to put yourself in in the customer's shoes is is fantastic skill to have and also is it so that you should be very very specific about who your audience is and who you are who are you um who are you servicing? Uh, I have noticed that people tend to get a little bit wide. They want to go all over the place rather than kind of laser focused uh, on this. And then, as you mentioned, that uh, solving the problem, the audience is only interested in is that you can solve the problem that they have, not about your product, right? Yeah, yeah. So people are typically not interested about companies. People are interested in themselves and, and what's in their for me and and businesses have to to figure this out that how they they talk and communicate with customers and and last episode we talked about focusing on the benefits that the customer receives instead of the attributes of who we are as a hotel who we are as a restaurant or or who we are as uh, as a destination how do you it's always the maybe the million dollar question or euro question in this case uh, how do you find your customer who you should be Focusing on uh, what are some ideas that uh, uh, one should consider, uh, even of course, if you're a startup, that's one thing. But if you are already a, a tourism company or hotel that has been in operation, you, you tend to know some of your customers. But now if you want to build on that and attract uh, uh, more customers, which are like what you have already have or, or you want to look for some any additional new group well, how should you go about it oh, i think that that refers to our previous episode on on strategy and and really defining those customer groups that that you are targeting and and the problems that you are solving and and for example the the business model canvas can help you to to build different business models for for different segments and of course you need research you need to understand the markets and you need to understand the customer and it doesn't come if if you are just sitting alone in 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 front of a desk but but typically you have to go out there and find more information and especially talk with people talk with your customers in order to you know present your business idea to to someone walking in the streets and trying to find the people who who like what you are offering and what you are thinking about and who have the like-minded spirit and 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 there's plenty of ways to to be able to define your market segments but you have to do some kind of research it can be desktop research you have can go through the different reports for example in in finland visit finland is providing a lot of insights about our key markets especially foreign markets about russian german uk japan china so they have a lot of reports a lot of data about what kind of people, what kind of consumers, what kind of behaviors, what kind of lifestyles, what is important, what is not important. So being able to gather this information and build yourself these customer profiles really help you to understand which channels and what kind of marketing and what kind of messages you should then use in your marketing. But if you ha- if you don't have your customer groups in, in focus and you haven't... Uh, 
started with with creating these customer personas and customer understanding, it's it's really difficult to do any kind of uh, of, of marketing, except then for for bigger brands. I think that if if you want to be a big brand and if you are a big brand. They don't have the luxury of targeting niche markets because big typically means that that you attract a lot of customers and you're a mainstream mainstream brand and 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 for example coca cola and 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 big brands like that they are suitable for everybody basically but it it typically starts starts from somewhere and and smaller brands especially should be much more clear about who are their customers and, and, and customer segments and what kind of lifestyles and, and solutions they present. And uh, when, you're, when you're putting all this together, uh, you may, there might be some, uh, you want to do some surveys or you want to read up exactly what they talk about in, in social media and what are sort of the, the, the buzzwords that they have when you know, they are describing the problem that they have or the pain points. So you yeah. take all that in account when you are starting to, to build up how you're going to attract them. Yeah, the, the, the more information, the better, and, and the better you are able to draw conclusions from all the information. So we are living in the age where there's actually too much information. And, and one of a very useful skill to have as, as a marketer is to understand what kind of information is relevant for you and and what is not and and being able to put all the pieces together for you to build successful this kind of a like um growth engine for your business so so when i'm thinking of marketing for me marketing is is um kind of like the goal of marketing is to grow a business so if if you are interested in, in in growing your business getting more customers then the marketing is typically your solution to to achieve that so let's talk about the grow, growth engine that you mentioned uh, and, and, and the goal. Uh, describe a little bit what it goes into on, on that growth engine and developing it for the company. Yeah, yeah so, so like there's, there's a lot of discussion on, on which one is better, for example, in tourism. Should we focus on sales? Should we focus on, on marketing? Where do, do we get more, uh, more income for, for the company? But I like to see that they are all about the same thing. So it's it's building this kind of a system, this growth engine for for any kind of company that enables the growth of of a company. And this is a very traditional way of of doing business. I I, I would say that that many businesses focus on on finding sources for growth and and marketing and sales are together form this kind of a growth engine that grows the business but at the same time it should feed itself back to growing marketing and sales which then turns back into more growth and and that enables the the, the businesses to to succeed but but maybe uh, nowadays especially we are talking a lot about if if doing successful business and and being able to grow successfully and and fast is enough to count you as successful for example i i love the tourism industry because we have a lot of of lifestyle entrepreneurs who are focusing on on other aspects than and than just growing their business, and for them they might be, for example, about um, being able to support the local community or being able to restore a part of nature near near them that has been destroyed by logging or mining or or or, or something else. So 
So they are, are just um, being able to support their artistic lifestyles through tourism income. And there's, there's a lot of different kind of measurements of, of success in, in the tourism industry. And this, this growth is, is just one part for, for um, some companies that, that are uh, interested. But, but it doesn't matter like what is your main motivation and what kind of business it is. I think every business need some kind of um, uh, like backbone for doing business. Because if your business is not successful, it doesn't matter how sustainable you are. It doesn't matter how what kind of good your business is does because it cannot do that, do that for a very long time if it's not economically successful. So I think that's the first thing to, to come up with a way for, for a company to to able be able to survive and and maybe even grow in in case that's that's um, something that the company wants to do. But also they need to have a team of people who takes care of this uh, uh, engine, right? Yeah. Or, yeah so, so it's. I I think as I said previously, there should be right responsibilities for everybody, and everybody should know what is their responsibility in the, in 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 the business and and also putting up all the different metrics in order to measure if uh, the company if the marketing if the sales are going in the right right direction for example that good good way to build this kind of growth engine is is to and 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 typically that's that's one of the responsibilities of the marketer should be to to increase turnover for example, for the company, increase sales, increase profits, and get part of those profits, like 10% of, of all the new profits coming back to the marketing department and, and sales department and, and, and people doing these things in order for them to grow the business even, even further. But it has to be something that, is, is, uh, that someone is responsible for it. I, I think that's, that's the main thing that, that organizations need to have people responsible for marketing, and it's especially like slower and uh, smaller tourism companies, of which there are many, uh, everybody is doing so many different things that the responsibilities are not um, completely clear for everybody. And and uh, and I think that would be um, a great addition for and 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 development for many businesses to um, focus the right people to do the right jobs and and right responsibilities instead of everybody trying to do do something so trying to find out what the strengths of the people working in the company are what they would like to do what they are good at and and finding ways to enable people to do what they are good at is quite critical for for any small business and really takes really uh, uh, the leadership of the company it takes for them uh, really uh, the smart leaders are the one who are able to tap into to the passion of, of each individual and what they, what is their passion and what they're good at and what they enjoy doing and have fun while they're doing. And, and that's, I think, you can start to see success growing for, through that way of thinking. Yeah, and, and it, it also comes to, to the whole digital transformation idea that's, that's uh, connected to digital marketing, that all of this needs so many skills and, and you have to be able to allow people to focus also on developing these skills like like there's this fantastic um quote on on, on the internet where where um a human resource manager asks asks the boss that 
that uh, what if we use 10,000 euros to train this person and he leaves the company and the manager says that what if we don't use that money and he stays in the company so which one is 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 the worst so i i think we need and especially the digital marketing field needs skills it it needs people to be able to do these things and understand how everything is connected in in business so so the the, the digital marketing big picture understanding the whole customer pro process of how customer comes from someone who doesn't know the company at all into someone who is fanatic about promoting the company and and telling all the friends and visiting the company as a loyal customer and so on so someone has to be responsible for for moving people along this this purchase funnel uh, all the way to to customer loyalty uh, how about the maybe we can talk about the importance of digital channels and uh, uh, and maybe you can share uh, your views on that and uh, and maybe we can expand on that topic a little bit yeah so i i like doing digital marketing nowadays is super easy like anybody i i think anybody can start up their own facebook account they can start like hire somebody to do a really nice website for them and and get these uh basic building blocks of digital marketing in place but that is only the beginning. It's, it's not something that you do once, but digital marketing is something that should be present in, in everyday, everyday business. But of course, it's, it's, it's about what kind of strategy you have chosen for, for your company. And, and not all companies need digital strategies or digital transformation in order to achieve the goals that, that the shareholders or that the owners have for the company. But 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 for many the the digital marketing is definitely one of the cornerstones of being successful because well as as a marketer i always think that if someone doesn't know your business at all they cannot consider you as an option they they cannot consider visiting you so so you have to be able to First, bring people to be aware that you exist and you have to be able to get them interested and you have to be get them uh, come to your e-commerce store or whichever booking channel you are you are using in order to finish those sales. And, and digital marketing can contribute to all of this. It, it, it can build your company this kind of a working funnel that almost automatically moves people from from being completely unaware of your business over time into loyal customers and and that should be something that that every business has to build and and plan and and for me digital marketing always starts with planning careful planning of how what we need and how the customer uh, behaves in different steps and then executing marketing for different steps in the customer purchase and information search processes so we are in marketing or always serving and helping the customer instead of just doing doing marketing and by helping the customer and creating value for the customer that's that's the best way to to uh, find loyal customers yeah i i, I just uh, uh, there was some announcement not too long ago uh, that uh, you know for the students who are looking for summer jobs uh, one of the finnish companies that have uh, who are hiring they're saying that they're paying each 
individual a, a bonus if they go on social media and talk about the company they're working in. And I thought that was, that was a fantastic idea. And I, I, I've been talking about this uh, about quite some time. Uh, reminds me of the, when Snapchat became the uh, big thing. And, uh, and you could actually put uh, uh, codes and, and uh, stickers. And if in front of your, uh, if you have a, uh, cafe or something that you put the sticker of your Snapchat and then, and you can, uh, use that as a tool to tell your friends that you are in this place and so on. And I think this is totally underutilized uh, in my opinion. Uh, what do you think? Um, well, this, the, the whole social media field is such a huge field that, you know, I, I could talk for, for ages about it, but, um, I, I see that there's not that many companies that are especially in, in tourism. I, I think destinations are some destinations like like visit Australia, visit New Zealand, even visit Finland and Lapland and Rovaniemi. They are doing a really good job in, in, in social media. But but for smaller businesses, the idea that that it's not enough to post once per week, but you should be there three times a day uh, or or you should be constantly creating content and shooting videos and and like becoming this media company instead of of a tourism company it it would require completely new mindset and new skills and also new ways to approach approach the business and and that's something that i don't see in, in the tourism field that much even though if if we think of destinations, there's so much to tell and so much that that would interest people. That I don't think it's about it's about lack of materials. It's about lack of courage to fully go into the social media and fully go invest in in all the possibilities that digital marketing creates. I mean, you have to be really strategic as you, and you have to really plan it well. I have a couple of examples who are actually doing a very good job at that. Uh, there are different parts of the world. The one is a city hotel, which was recently opened, uh, Villa Copenhagen. Uh, they couldn't, they were supposed to open and they couldn't open because of uh, the situation. And they are now putting a lot of effort into the digital channels and using a lot of effort to tell the unique stories about uh, the place uh, in the center of old post office in center of Copenhagen. Uh, and uh, they are uh, very, very active. And it really, it's because of the leadership of the hotel is very active themselves to, to make an effort. Um, uh, I have an interview with, uh, with a general manager on, on, on this, this channel. And I found that very, very interesting that uh, depending on the personality, you can get uh, a lot of activity. Another example is uh, the Thai Lankau Resort is an excellent example of a resort who, uh, they don't talk about the hotel room so much. They talk about the nature uh, and what's surrounding the nature. And, uh, and they spend money uh, every two years. They're, they're putting a really a very expensive film production of five minutes, uh, uh, which becomes a story about how you long to come back to Lankav. You're dreaming of going there. And then you have the, uh, the local phot uh, video photographer who will make videos for you. And then you have your in-house team who do also... And so they have a very strategic approach to using the, the video to tell their story. And, and if you go to the Thai Lankawi's uh, channel on YouTube, you will see how many videos they're doing and continuously update it. And they, uh, they had not too long ago, of course, uh, last year, they had the, uh, how to welcome the guests considering the coronavirus. So they just show very 
step by step about the arrival experience. Uh, so, you know, those are just a couple of examples uh, that I have seen. Uh, and I think it's very good for hotels to look at what, uh, what other hotels are doing and to learn from that. And uh, it doesn't have to be the most exclusive resort because of the, the, uh, the, it's the hostel that can uh, maybe are doing a better job in that. Yeah, yeah, and and one 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 company I I really like is is uh, in in Joensuu um, Hotel uh, Lietsu, for example. I think they are doing a really good job in in social media and and also others like um, uh, in in North Karelia there is a um, company that uh, that has these tours from from guest house to guest house and and they are really active on social media. They are teaching people to bake rye bread and and telling about where all their ingredients come from and and I th I think that's they they have the the lifestyle of their customers really focused and they are they are producing a lot of content. I think that's that's something especially in digital marketing if you can produce content that stays on YouTube that stays on blogs that is that people will find later on on search engines when they are browsing YouTube and 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 so on. Those pieces of content can pre become like ridiculously valuable. If if you think, for example, a blog post that over ten years gains fifty thousand views, uh, if you think how much it would cost to pay uh, Google to get fifty thousand views to your website, that that would be like like maybe five thousand euros. Quite a lot. So even one blog post over longer periods of time can become really valuable, and and that's the idea of, of content creation, and and not just being on social media for the current moment, but also to create, being able to create these contents that stay online for a longer time and that create value for the customers uh, uh, in 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 the longer time period so that, that that is i think one of the cornerstones of of digital marketing nowadays yeah. so how to know whether you are not you are or you're not doing a good job in marketing obviously if you're not doing a good job it becomes very <laughs> evident but how do you know that you are doing a good job what are sort of the the kind of the metrics of what you should look at and one of the problems of marketing in general marketing people in general and and maybe even why marketing is not valued that much in many organizations is that marketers have difficulties being explicitly uh, precise to say that what is their role in company business like what's the role of if if company is giving marketing department 10000 euros a year What's the ROI, return on investment, on those 10,000 euros? I think marketing should be able to tell how the, the marketing efforts of, of the company that they are doing is turning into sales. So marketing and sales are not, not separate. They are just part of, of, the, of the same growth engine as, as we talked, talked previously. And marketing should always be somehow, either in the long period or in the short period, connected to to sales and i think like that's that's one of the uh, how how you describe that company is paying its employees to to promote the company on social media it's it's kind of like the same thing here that that you know you can just throw money at at something and and something happens and that's the easy way of of doing things and it's the same with marketing that you are able to 
focus on on these advertisements that create sales and you are able to digitally measure that how much sales came through which and which campaign but then we are also talking about the bigger and and longer term impacts of marketing we can we can call it branding uh, for example that is difficult to measure right now but in the longer run uh, it 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 creates enormous value for the company the key is to have the thank you for joining us this again, week on the social hotel that, that we discussed Make earlier sure to that, visit our web- that the management of the company should be so aware of marketing and this can be also one of the Thank responsibilities of the, on the social people responsible for Make marketing sure to, to educate website, the management the social of the company show to understand marketing well enough to understand what to kind of show investment in iTunes, marketing is Spotify, and Google how, it, or how the success of marketing is measured in, in, in the long run and in the short run. In show, we appreciate a rating through, on through branding measurements, through sales measurements about the show, that, that marketing that help us out too. And, Be sure and to turn setting in the for goals next episode. again for marketing in, in, in precise ways and, and being able to calculate this return of, on investments in, in marketing. Because that if, if we see marketing as an investment, it allows us to create this growth engine for the company instead of just seeing marketing as an expense. And that's also what many marketers are not doing really well is that it's easy to do marketing. It's easy to have events. It's easy to uh, have advertisements in newspapers, but everything should be able to say that how much, what are the positive impacts of everything that that we do what are the key performance indicators of we going to the events how do we know that going to certain events or organizing events is profitable for the business and getting this kind of a mindset is is crucial for anyone doing marketing in in, in tourism and hospitality so profitable doesn't only mean how many uh, meals you sold or how many room nights you sold it's about how many uh, pair of eyes saw what you have and, and the awareness uh, and because awareness have a, has a value to it for the future when the, uh, the, uh, the customer decides to go somewhere. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And, and uh, like creating awareness is the first step of getting new customers. If, if, you, if you don't create awareness, if you cannot find new customers, it's very unlikely that, that you are going to or, or you cannot find new pair of eyes to to see your company advertisements then it's it's unlikely that your company will grow in the future and and get more more income and 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 business success very good so we have now uh, really made a full circle if you if you will uh, uh, in our three part series and uh, uh, what advice would you like to give a young passionate hotelier who wants to become very skillful in digital marketing, what are they should they, okay, besides joining you for the master's uh, course, but any other tips? Um, I, I think put in, put in the work. So, so there's, there's no shortcuts. You, you have to learn these things. You need to understand how everything functions. You need to be able to understand how, how the, big picture in digital marketing works, how the funnels work, how the customers behave, how they react, understanding all the numbers, understanding what they mean. It, it, it's all about the hours and, and how much work you put into mastering these things. It's, it's directly related to that. I don't think there's, 
there's any kind of any kind of shortcuts and and also I, I would say that being systematic about it and and like uh, not just just learning things but constantly using and and constantly trying out new different things that that you are learning is a fantastic way to understand about your business because I've, uh, during during the years I've, I've I've been been involved with with tourism businesses I think I've I've examined the, the marketing and digital marketing of, of more than 100 tourism businesses um, and and one thing that businesses that I've I've, I've examined and, and worked with like there's no uh, one thing fits for all kind of thing especially with 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 smaller businesses that they, they all have their own unique attributes they have their different motivations different settings different locations different customer groups all of these affect how you do digital marketing and what works for you and what doesn't work for you so in in a way the best way to to learn what works for you and what doesn't is to constantly do it constantly try out different things try out different channels try out different target groups try out different messages images videos only by this kind of a trial and error process, you are able to find what really works for you. You are able to find what kind of topics, what kind of content resonates with your customers, what is something that goes goes viral and, and something that creates emotions among your customers' engagement and all of this. It's, it's, uh, it's, it, and it's, it's a really interesting process. And I, I, I think many people who have embrace this and 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 figure out now i'm gonna focus on digital marketing now i'm gonna learn it and now i'm and and they are trying it out as they learn because they have their own business and they have the opportunity to try out different things that they learn they they find it absolutely fascinating what what you can do and 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 it's it's a completely new perspective on doing business so really it's nothing wrong to make a mistake because that's what you can learn from and you can you go on, go on to the next thing and uh, yeah, it's and it's just evolving, continuously the, learning and evolving into new things. Yeah, and, and being systematic. So, so having some kind of notes, field notes, notebook that that you are you are constantly updating that what works and what doesn't work, and analyzing what you are doing through the understanding of of digital channels. As as you gain understanding, you get better understanding of what works and why it works because when you understand why something works and why something doesn't work that allows you to replicate it and and utilize it in the future very good you thank you very much now i want to since this is our final uh, episode of a three part i want to ask you something about about you about uh, as a person if if you don't mind uh, what do you think sure. has been your biggest accomplishment during the the covid period time oh um I, I, my, my accomplishment is um, I'm, I'm really proud that we are able to change our studies, especially I'm, I'm running a master's degree program. And one of our challenges has been, of course, to modify the program to, to fit everything that is happening with, with COVID-19 and, and getting our students graduate and getting our students to learn new things in this new world and in this new, new context. So, Everything we we just cannot talk about business as usual, basically in in anything. The COVID has affected everything in that that we are teaching in 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 tourism. Not just how we teach, but also seeing everything from the new perspective, seeing digital marketing from the new perspective, seeing strategy, segmentation, missions, and visions completely from 
from from from this COVID nineteen context is uh, something that that I think we've we've done really great uh, job with with our students and with with my colleagues and um, and that's that's also something that that as you said in the beginning we are all students so we are continuously learning about the effects of COVID nineteen and and bringing the elements into our studies as as things progress and develop and and we don't know what the future holds we don't know how it, how tourism is going to look in next year or in five years or in 10 years but but we can teach and we can all learn to adopt and adapt and 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 being agile and being able to find those skills and knowledge that allows us to succeed in what we want to succeed in no matter what kind of future is is being constructed for us or that we build for ourselves thanks for joining us this week on the social hotelier show Make sure to visit our website, b8bhospitality.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes or Spotify, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we appreciate rating on iTunes, or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.